0: Hello, world. My name is Don, and you're watching Showcase for the week ending Sunday, November 13th, 2022. Stop the presses. This is our su- Sunday show, excuse me. And that means weird headlines and your live chat comments. With me tonight, once again, is my very good friend and colleague, Mr. Kaiko. How are we doing tonight? I'm great.
1: Living.
0: Cool, you know. cool. Cool. Yes, sir. Once again, rocking the new set that was introduced this past Friday. Good to see you. that seems to be yeah. working out really well for you.
1: Yeah. You know, you. It, I want people to notice the little things I add to it from from time to time. You
0: know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what have you added tonight?
1: Nothing. I had nothing. So, so. Oh, so you're uh, still
0: you're still right. playing with the bubble wrap on it. Right. 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 You know what I'm saying? I got a
1: little trinkets I need to unpack and whatnot. So. All right. You know, All right cool. Things cool. on Amazon that need to be ordered. Stuff. You know. Things of information.
0: <laughs> you know. Well, hopefully, uh, we'll be able to start seeing some of the fruits of that labor rolling out really soon. Can't right. wait to see what you're going to add to that right. in the near future. Right, and, and then um, uh,
1: Pop's chiming in tonight too, so uh, we got a we got a third spectator
0: on the
2: on the good
1: news.
0: Is that uh, Kaiko's dad? C- can you he hear me right now? Hello. Yes. 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 Uh huh. Hey. Good hey. Be, been be well. Hmm?
2: Good to be on.
0: Yes. Yes. Good to hear you too. Um, this is everybody. This is uh, the voice of Ash, uh, Keiko's dad. Who's uh, joining us right now uh, via audio only. He doesn't have a camera on his end, but, uh, but he can see everything that we're doing and obviously we can communicate right. that way. Um, so awesome. I guess, uh, let's go ahead and get rolling. Thank you both for participating with, with, uh, with the show tonight. And thank you at home for joining us as well. Live on weekend showcase on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. Don't forget to smash that like button and subscription bell. And as always, if you're with us live, drop us a line in the live chat and we just might read it off live on the air. One quick program note before we begin, though, I want to call attention to the live chat again because we're trying a different thing tonight. There is a special limitation that has been imposed for the chat. Uh, Subscribers-only mode is what it's called. So this is to try to eliminate the weird sort of spam bots that have been popping up in our live chat feed occasionally. So... Apparently, it's it's being set up to where you have to have been a subscriber for five minutes in order to post a chat. A lot of you are already subscribed anyway, so that's not going to affect anybody. But um, if you haven't subscribed yet and you're watching us for the first time, welcome. Please subscribe, hit the bell, (laughs) and then like in a couple minutes or a few minutes or so, you'll be able to live chat with us. So um, bear with us. We're trying to figure out that. Sorry, Say again?
1: Don't forget to like.
0: And like, 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 and subscribe, not necessarily in that order, but be sure to do both. Anyway, all right, so let's go ahead and get rolling with the first order of business here today, which let me go ahead and set up our screen. There we go. First order of business comes to us from CNN Travel, gun hidden in a raw chicken found at Florida TSA checkpoint.
1: Wow. So There's there's
0: your headline
1: that's that should have been a good spot that's what the guy said when he put the gun in there he said it he said it's he looked at the he looked at everybody he said it was supposed to be a good spot like it should have worked
0: but it didn't uh i mean it's it's unlikely it's very unlikely i will say that i will say that (laughs) um let's see this is I guess that's I guess that's it. Like in the middle yeah. of the chicken wrapped in a plastic bag, it looks like.
1: Wow, I don't know how they got that. I really don't know how they got that because that's that's a good that's a good
2: spot. <laughs> yeah, but first of all, <laughs> I would say the chicken is a red flag. I mean,
0: why would he? Why would you, do that? Why would
1: you <laughs> have
0: a? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why, who's yeah who's trying to go through the TSA with raw chicken? Like, yeah. you're wearing, like Come on. T-
1: I think that's what gave it away. Yeah. That's that's really what happened because they did they, they, they detected and find it. It, it they, they they was like nah, why you gotta why you got this? So now I we mean just, unless we, this
0: is unless this is one of those situations where like that's one of the first class benefits or something, you can do your own cooking in the plane, so you had to bring your own chicken. Right. I don't know.
1: A whole like that's I can't
0: think of I mean awesome. weapon smuggling, Lordy. Um a gun found inside a raw chicken at an airport security checkpoint has a TSA calling personal foul. Okay, look, it's way too early for dad jokes. We just started the show. <laughs> you know. Um anyway. <laughs> the plot chickens, darn it TSA, <laughs> the Transportation Security Administration, posted this week on Instagram after someone at the agency put on their punny pants, oh my god, <laughs> it's gonna be like this all night, and called attention to the base of time, ta- you know what, I'm skipping this part, um, I'm skipping this part, Nestor Iglesias, the spokesperson for Homeland Security Investigations, the investigative arm of the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, said he could not offer additional details because it is an ongoing criminal case which has been accepted for prosecution. Hmm. A record number of guns have arrived at TSA checkpoints in Florida in 2022. Passengers have brought more than 700 guns to checkpoints at airports in the state so far this year, a year-to-date number that already surpasses any previous year, according to a TSA news release. Nearly all of the guns discovered at checkpoints were loaded, according to the TSA, and most had ammunition chambered. Wow. Um... Uh, wow! Like that. I, so apparently, this is a more widespread. This sort of thing is a more widespread issue than previously thought. Go ahead, Kaiko.
1: Well, I mean, you know, it happens. But here's the thing: it's like if it's if it's loaded and ready to go, perhaps all these people were trying to do stuff on the plane. Why they why they bringing it? It wasn't even just to get it from point A to point B. They was trying to do something in the in the middle of
0: that. In which case, doubly thank you TSA for nabbing this in the right. Exactly. horrible happened. To
1: you me. know, I mean, I'm all for, you know, them stopping weapons from going through the airport. Mm-hmm. Like that's not cool. I don't. I don't. I want to feel safe at the airport. It's already enough. that you take me miles up in the air, and I'm and and and, and you know, I could something happen in the plane. Let alone yeah. this. You know what I'm saying?
2: So, but hey, man, yeah. I can't get past the chicken. Listen. I would, encourage, I would strongly encourage anybody who wants to sneak a uh, a gun on the plane put it in a chicken you know why No listen,
0: don't, you know, don't say that we don't
2: Listen listen do not condone you're going to get caught you're going to get caught anyway because listen the dogs are going to sniff that chicken out first thing you know what I'm saying <laughs> So what I'm saying is listen if they, if they if they're that dumb to want to bring a, a gun on the plane, yeah. put, put it in a chicken. Put it in a chicken. Go ahead and put it no, in don't, a chicken.
0: don't put in anything. Don't bring it. This is These are not – Right. No, no, don't bring it. But so if you're that
2: the you you dumb the,
0: – The opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect that of weekend showcases. Right. I want to make <laughs> that abundantly clear. <sighs>
2: the funny thing is the chicken. I'm saying that you're going to put in a chicken, you want to get caught. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Bottom line. Please don't smuggle anything onto anywhere.
2: <laughs> right. Anyway, you know. moving on,
0: moving on. Oh, my God. All right, moving on. Next topic, next topic comes to us from dailyrecord.co.uk. Uh, world's tallest woman flies abroad for first time as six seats removed to fit her.
1: Wow. wow. Well, so let's keep reading a, to see. Segue. At least there's right.
0: a segue. We just got done talking about airline stuff, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm saying let's find out if – let's now find out if she had to buy
0: six seats. (laughs) Well, let's see. Let's find Uh, out. (laughs) out. The world's tallest woman was given the opportunity to fly on an airplane for the first time in her life after Turkish airline staff moved six seats to make way for her. Rumisa Gelgi – I don't know if it's Gelgi or Gelgi. I apologize if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Who has held the Guinness World Record since 2014 for her seven-foot height, excitedly boarded the – 13-hour flight on Turkey's flag carrier airline. The 25-year-old usually transports around with her wheelchair as she suffers from a rare genetic disorder called Weaver syndrome, which causes rapid growth. Never heard of that before. Hmm. The Turkish world record holder flew from Istanbul to San Francisco in the U.S. thanks to her native airline, which removed six plane seats and disposed of them in a stretcher to accommodate Rumisa's unusual length. Okay. Okay.
2: So wait a minute, how does- Wow, yep, that's, tall. Like.
0: that's yeah, tall. That's very tall. You cool. have to like duck under the frame of the door.
2: Yeah, basically. wow.
1: But like, yeah, what did, I mean, what, did what did six seats do to that? Yeah. How does that help with
2: the height? I don't get that. That's a small thing. Um, I guess frame.
0: the the legroom. I guess.
2: Leg
1: room?
0: Boy, yeah, yeah, you have, have to, I guess that's why they had to remove the seats. Oh, leg room. They like, should have you know, just
1: stuck right in the middle. Was, yeah yeah and
0: then like they have to move six seats i guess in front of her to make room in front of and like on either side for like accommodations i guess maybe um oh, that's crazy yeah so yep there we,
1: Can you see we her? go that video is that her
0: that's her right there uh yeah this is an instagram video this is her personal instagram it looks like yeah this oh, is she- at rumisa gelji from instagram let me take a look at this when it's feeling dark i let the i shine. sorry, this is a little loud. Um, I guess this is just basically her showing off her uh, spread in the next, uh, in the 2023 um, book of Guinness records, basically. Oh, so she's a new
1: record holder. She's not, she hasn't been. No, a not new. Holder.
0: She's been in the book since 2014, the story said. Oh, okay. But I guess that's just, yeah, they. she's still around. There's no seven foot one person, I guess, that Guinness has verified, so. There you go. Um, as far as why the seat, let me see here. There was a thing that I just sort of blew past here. Hang on a second. Uh, has flown to the US and remain there for at least six months to further develop her technology software career and collaborate with Guinness World Records. She said she has never been so excited for the future before. Well, awesome. Kudos and congratulations. Good luck in the future. I guess that's all that we can say for that. Right. Um, Ash Kaiko, any anything further?
1: Uh listen. She, 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 I, I look at her and say, "Wow, how's the weather up there?" No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah,
2: let's not go there. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm just glad they're making the, you know, the arrangements so she can, you know, fly and stuff like
1: that. That's good stuff. Yeah, they, she, they needed her to, to get to San Francisco so she could appear for stuff. For stuff. It's, you know, it's good stuff. You
2: know. They're, they're, I guess we'll uh, be accommodating her.
0: I guess we'll be reading about her in uh, some technology journals later on down the line. Keep eyes peeled. Right. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Toronto Sun has the next topic for us. Let's see. Good news for those allergic to cats. New treatment could be big help. Uh, Ash, Kaiko, do you all know any uh, people with cat allergies?
2: So, uh, I do. I have cat allergies and we have cats.
0: Really, Ash? You have cat allergies? Why? So why do you have a cat then?
2: Listen. After a while, you get it, it becomes. I mean, it becomes very, very mild. So you know, I rather I rather deal with it and 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 you know, be able to be around the cat. I love cats, and I mean, you know, it, it, a little better drill here and there, you know, helps. So it works.
0: Yeah, but you're just sort of coping with it in a way that seems, at least from the outside looking in, no disrespect. It seems kind of avoidable. You know, like getting used to it. I hear where you're coming from, but it's like.
1: I don't know. No, man, it's not avoidable. You're not, we're not getting rid of these cats. No, man, I, I, I'd rather get <laughs> no, no,
2: rid of I'm my allergies that, I, than get rid of the cats. Say again, I'm sorry? i say I would rather get rid of the allergies than get rid of the cats. I love the cats, you know, so I'll deal with it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, let's see how possible that is then. This item was first published in the Toronto Sun five days ago. Let's see. Try to scroll down a little bit here. So, oh, darn it. Come on. But it seems like they have a solution. So. Yeah, this thing is this thing is in my way. Hang on one second. Let me try to get this out of here. There we go. Um, so, ah, here we are. Scientists at UCLA say they've tested a new form of treatment that might allow people to tolerate symptoms of cat allergies. The research team, led by Dr. John Corrin, tested their experimental shot on 121 adult patients aged 18 to 65, all of whom had a history of cat allergies, which can include itchy throats, sneezing, and other reactions. The team aimed to stop the reactions by using an antibody that they claim can block the cells from signaling the body's immune system to react to cats. After a year, researchers found that those who received a combined therapy of the antibody Tizipilumab. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry, everybody. I have to try to pronounce this tiz- Tizipilumab? T- tiz- tizipilumab. Gesundheit, I guess, is what <laughs> is what I have to say to that. Um, I, I don't know. That luckily, that's not somebody's name, so I don't have to apologize to the drug. But um, <laughs> but but that's the best I can say to pronounce that. Um, combined therapy of the antibody tezapilumab and reser- regular cat allergy shots had maintained a resistance against allergic reactions. Uh, cow- Cowboy E on YouTube commenting, "Cats are gods." What? <laughs> I mean, they, they, I think it's in. I think that's in an ancient Egypt. I think.
1: Yeah, that. Yeah, um, they, they. I mean, they. They. They're. They're. They're worshipped as, as, as deities.
0: Right. Uh, right. You know. I think we're. I think we're a bit removed from that. But I. I hear. You know. Like it's. You know. Hey, if you're a cat person, you're a cat person. I guess. You know. No. What is a anymore. cat to owl? What is? I'm sorry. Say again.
1: I said, what is a cat to owl?
0: The cat's health?
1: To Alf. Alf eats cats. To,
0: to, you said
1: you know owls eat cat- alf. alf. You don't know who Alf is? You know
0: oh, elf. Is. I, <laughs> Alf. A L F. Alien <laughs> life. Yeah. I, and I'm saying, active. what a
1: cats to Alf? you saying cats are guys, so what are cats to
0: Alf? See, see, you got to understand. You got to understand. Like, I I don't really remember, like, that, sh- that show from the 80s. I know what you're right. talking about. But it took me a minute to sort of connect the two, basically. But and that's you know, the like, only thing I course. know about Alf.
1: That's the only thing I know about Alf. He cats. cats.
0: Yeah, yeah. He was this <laughs> puppet know? character. So for Gen Zers, Alf was this puppet character who had a sitcom in the late 80s, and he was known for eating cats. There you yeah. go. That's all he needs to say.
1: Right. So that's the origin of the joke. <laughs>
0: pretty much. All right. So um, this is... Okay. So Anthony pa- Anthony Fauci, that name looks familiar, du- uh, director of NIH, we know who he is, said, quote, people with chronic allergy symptoms may suffer from reduced productivity and quality of life. Developing allergen immunotherapy regimens that work better and more quickly than those currently available will provide much-needed relief for many people, end quote. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. Um, nothing else on this, it seems. So, all right, I guess that's basically what it is. Uh, Tezapilumab, I guess, is the uh, is the drug in question um, that they're testing here. And it looks like they that this thing has a real sort of chance here. So I guess that's what to sort of watch out for um, if you're looking to find some alternative, um, I guess, hope against cat allergies, depending on Ooh. how bad it is. Um, I guess this is something to watch for in the news, I guess. I don't know. Um, don't take that as medical advice. I want to make that abundantly clear. We're just reading the headlines. Ms. Mm-hmm. D says cats are great fun. I agree. I actually generally bit. more of a cat person, but um go ahead, Kaiko.
1: No, I thought that they'd have
0: been. Yeah. Um except for except to dog people. Yeah. <laughs> right. have to draw the distinction um I guess in that sense. I own I have a dog currently, so like I'm kind of like of both minds here. So cats Focus are well. better
1: than dogs.
0: Okay. It's, it's... Before we <laughs> Before we go away from this, then, why are cats better than dogs?
1: uh, because listen, they can fall off of off off the Empire State Building and fall on their feet and walk away.
0: That sounds extremely hyperbolic
1: I mean you know you can be, but what I'm saying is you throw that cat that cat gonna just land. you throw the dog, the dog gonna tumble and and, and scream and holler and be mad at you and be hurt. The cat just gonna walk away.
0: Uh, okay, how about this? I don't care what TikTok challenge is trending. Let's not throw pets on Let's off not the throw app. cats. How about that? Let's, let's, let's all just, take that
1: away from that. Don't throw let's cats. Let's
0: just swipe left on that whole idea.
1: <laughs> right.
0: And uh, move on to the next item on the docket. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning into Weekend Showcase. Those of you who are <laughs> watching along with us live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter, don't forget to smash that like button and notification bell. And we have our comments feed. Running right now in real time, if you've subscribed to us for at least five minutes, you can send us a live chat and you can have your your, uh, feedback submitted in real time. And you might uh, have your comments read off and reacted to live on the show like Brain Spaz here. No throwing animals, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. (laughs) Right. Agreed. Agreed. Definitely agreed there. Um, Let's see. Next item on the docket comes from NDTV.com. This virtual reality headset kills the player if they die in the game. What is this? Get this out of here. Come on. All
1: right. What in the Resident Evil Sword Art <laughs> Online is going on right now?
0: So it, the, the byline, the, the headline underneath says, the headset that bombards the player's brain with extraordinarily powerful microwaves if they die in a VR game.
1: Nah, man.
2: That, that's got to be.
0: What? No, nah, man. Oh, like, my goodness.
1: Okay, that's a joke. joke? It has to be a joke. They can't. They can't. They couldn't have made that.
0: And yet it's here. And yet we're reading about it like this popped up in our news in our news researchers um, process and it found its way into this show. So I don't know. An an American entrepreneur has taken a page out of Hollywood science fiction movies. Oh, the story is is sourced to New Delhi, I guess. Uh, has taken a page out of Hollywood science fiction movies and claims to have created a game where the player dies if they are unable to complete the game. Palmer Lucky, who is known as the father of modern virtual reality, has created a headset that bombards the player's brain with extraordinarily powerful microwaves if they die in a VR game. In a blog post, Mr. Lucky said that the headset Nerve Gear perfectly recreates reality using a direct neural interface. The device has three explosive charge modules right above the viewing screen these charges are aimed directly at the user's brain and are capable of killing them instantly claims the maker mr lucky said pumped up graphic quote pumped up graphics might make a game look more real but only the threat of serious consequences can make a game feel real to you and every other person in the game end quote what in the matrix is this guy smoking yeah. is what i can say to that this is I, <laughs> This is, this is a picture. This is what it looks like, I guess. And there's your Buster Sword, I guess, controller to to, to use it. But And I guess those three rods are the um, explosive charges that it's talking about here that blast the radiation directly into the cranium. But why is the... Yeah, Brain Spaz with the YouTube comment saying, what the... Can that be legal? Microwaves the player's brain? But I
2: this- mean... I don't think I don't think he's tested it, so I don't think it's real. I don't think you know
0: what he's talking about
1: because
0: he couldn't have tested it. Uh well you get one
1: shot at the test.
0: You get, yeah, man. you couldn't have tested it. <laughs> exactly. Not it, not it. I'm no, I'm too chicken to try this. Desert Kingdom. Hey, Desert Kingdom been a while. What nah, bro? <laughs> Just straight up. You know um, how much
1: times I've died in the first level of the game?
0: Right. Yeah, that's like you can't get... Pe- There's no way to expect... In the first level. Pe- yeah. <laughs> like, this is not... And you, clearly, the expectation is to be able to play a video game that your best-case scenario going to be impaled in, worst-case scenario, decapitated. So what does this do in terms of the sensory feedback, the visual sensory feedback, before and during the point where your brain gets nuked? I mean, it's like, what how in the world... Uh, is this is this a good idea to go so far in the prototyping pro- in the prototyping process to do this? Uh, um, let's see. The this lucky person, interesting name by the way, says also adds quote This is an area of video game mechanics that has never been explored, despite the long history of real world sports revolving around similar stakes. End quote. Gee, I wonder why. I wonder why this hasn't been explored before. You don't say. The headset has been built to commemorate the, the anime Sword Art Online, the anime which shows players put on the Nerve Gear headset, made virtual reality popular across Japan. The series' antagonist, the Mad Scientist, traps all the players in a 100-floor dungeon in the virtual world. If they die in the game, they die in real life.
1: So, That's what I said this, at the beginning. I said, what, what in the Resident Evil Sword Art Online is this?
0: Yeah, this is this is this is way too messed up. This is way too messed up. Story, so yeah, right, now the story right. ends with a question: Would you buy a headset that not only makes the virtual world seem real, but also kills you if you can't complete the game? Uh, Ash, it sounded like you had something to say on this.
2: I was just going to say. I mean, I don't think there's going to be a long line for testers of this game. There, will, you know, I mean, I wouldn't want to be testing this at all. I wouldn't want to try that. That's crazy. I don't. I don't think that's. I don't think that's possible,
1: though. You don't get anything for winning the game. It's not even saying you get a prize for winning the game. So what 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 do are, are, are you playing it for?
0: Oh, yeah. A little thing appears at the bottom of the headset monitor that you're looking at, and it pops up with a green thing that says Achievement Unlocked. That's what that – oh, wait, no. I'm that's, thinking of that so, so wait. Did,
2: you get? Did, 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 did it say that, that, you, uh, that it inject something in you or –
0: how does it work? Does it-, it it just it it these three charge explosive charges is what they're called explosive charges that that hit your head with microwave uh that emits microwave radiation directly into your brain. Okay. Cowboy Triple E on YouTube says there's an episode of Black Mirror on Netflix that does this lol. I've never seen Black Mirror, honestly, but I'm not surprised. I read a lot of crazy reviews of that show, so that yeah. that also doesn't console me. <laughs> to right. know that someone else has thought of this cuz we're playing around with the idea of doing this in the real world. Uh, have there haven't there been enough cautionary tales for this sort of thing, technology endangering our lives in increasingly elaborate and intricate and permanent ways? I mean, I look, know.
1: put it this way, at least he's telling you firsthand, like at least he's letting everybody know that's what it does. He didn't he didn't just put it on somebody and then it happened. And then, that, and then that's what we're talking about. You see what I'm saying?
0: Oh, what a relief that the the manufacturer gave a warning label. Right. I'm so, I'm so relieved <laughs> to know that we all know well, in advance that this is going to kill us. How about well, not killing us? With right. This? How about that?
1: I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, though, like, at least he didn't have somebody use it. And then they died. And then that's what the news report was about. And instead oh, of right. it just being that this exists, you know?
0: I take your point. At the end of the day, if this has to exist, then all right, it's good that there's a full disclosure. However, I still stand firmly by my point of don't make it. Right. Why this well, fact,
1: what if he, what if he made it and it worked, and then he just put it on somebody, and it's saying like, he, he said this is the greatest game ever, and then and then and then and then they and then they do it and they die. They didn't know. he didn't tell them. At least
0: you told us in the YouTube comments feed. So if you're on the verge of losing, snatch the thing off your head before you've lost. Well that's just cheating.
1: I feel like I feel <laughs> like it like it solders itself to your head. I feel like you can't take it off.
0: Oh no, no, place. no. Swipe left. Swipe that's, left on all of this. All listen, of this. that's
1: that's how sword art online is. If you, you no. can't take it off. You can't you can't get it off.
2: Hey, this guy yeah. this guy this guy's another Einstein in my in my view. I mean, look, Einstein created a nuclear bomb, he created something that can kill. So hey, great invention, <laughs> but hey, it does bad things, but you know, it's up to the user. I guess in this one. Well, they're not going to produce this. They're not going to mass produce this. Yeah, they're
1: going to kill uh, it right now. They're going to blow this, this, what well, we're looking up, at up. They're going to blow it up.
0: Yeah, Ash, I'm not sure about the name reference that you put there. I, I'd have gotten with probably something more in the direction of Oppenheimer than Einstein, with something like this, quite frankly. But um,
2: anyway. I'm that saying, is- yeah, I'm just saying, you know, the nuclear power, you know, he created yeah. something. It's a great
0: power. Comes great, great responsibility. Power. So, yeah. Fair sure enough. Uh, Brain Spaz says, can't take it off. You're under the twilight zone for real.
1: Yeah. I feel like you like there has to be a catch to putting it on. Cowboy
0: you know? Triple E says, might be a great last game for a guy with 24 hours to live.
1: Yeah, but what if it takes you 30 seconds to die? Yeah, you had a whole 24 hours and you, d- you died in 30 seconds. No.
0: So that's why you. So I guess you're saying like play it within the last minute that you know that you're right. Going. Let's, let's get guess. off oh. this topic. This is getting morbid. This is really unnecessarily morbid.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> listen. This this is an interesting thing that we, we we're going over this, but yeah, go ahead. Keep going. Yeah, on
0: let's this. let's move on. Next topic. <laughs> Next topic comes to us from National Public Radio. The National Park Service wants humans to stop licking this toad. Oh God!
1: Listen, people.
0: What? <laughs> you never heard of toad licking and then people- I've heard of it. it. Listen, I,
1: you know where I heard it first? Guess where I heard it first? You know where I heard it first.
0: Let me guess, The Simpsons?
1: No, well, you close, no, Family Guy,
0: Family I, Guy I had about to say that,
1: I, I'm about to say, if Simpsons did that, then then that's crazy.
0: No, 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 it was Family Guy. Family Guy did an episode, I think it was in season two, about this. Yeah, right? like about there, it. it was a drug that was going around school, yeah. uh, like Chris's High School. Right.
1: And yeah. Simpsons did it after them?
0: I don't remember. I don't know for sure if Simpsons did it, but I know Family Guy did. That, okay, they had right. This, That's yeah. what I'm saying. I
1: saw it first on Family Guy. That's why
0: I know yeah. about it. So, yeah. If there are any uh, Simpsons fans in the audience, like please feel free to drop us a comment and correct me on that. Let uh, us know that I mean, they did that. Me. I would like to know, too. But, all right, so this is the toad. <laughs> Here's what? black and white motion sensor camera capture of the Sonoran Desert Toad staring into your soul at Oregon Pipe Cactus National Monument in Arizona, according to the subtext at the bottom of this image here. That is, I guess, the toad that people have been licking to the point where the Park Service has to uh, actually issue a public statement. Stop licking toads! What, what are they licking at? I, mean, why? I guess for the like the psychotropic effects of the oh, okay. toxin that these to- some toads secrete these toxins that that oh, have psychotropic yeah. effects on humans.
1: But everybody licking the same toad. Uh,
0: yeah, maybe not necessarily that. the same toad. But <laughs> all right, hold on. Um. Let's see. The National Park Service has added tongue contact with Sonoran Desert Toad amongst its various warnings for park visitors. The agency wrote on Facebook this past week, quote, as we say with most things you come across in a national park, whether it be a banana slug, unfamiliar mushroom, or a large toad with glowing eyes in the dead of night, please refrain from licking, end quote. The toad, also known as the Colorado River Toad, is about seven inches in size and carries a weak low-pitched ribbit sound, but the creature is far from harmless. Sonoran Desert Toads... Secrete a potent toxin that can make people sick if they touch it or get the poison in their mouth. Despite the risks, some people have discovered that the toad's toxic secretions contain a powerful hallucin- hallucinogen known as fi- or hallucinogenic known as 5-MeO-DMT. Okay, uh, Keiko, uh, Ash, thoughts?
2: Uh, I just think that's disgusting. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> You're licking a toad? I mean come on, I don't care what effect it gives you.
0: Yeah, brain spaz says no, no toad licking, no. Ugh. Yeah, definitely agree there. I don't
2: because because
1: here's the thing, if 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 you touch it, then you get sick. So how did how are people so how are they
0: well if it if the toxin has the same sort of psychotropic effect, whether or not it's consumed or you come or like whether it's consumed orally or topically You know, I guess you sort of get that first buzz from contact unless you sort of like have gloves to get the most, the highest concentration topically. But then then you lick it and then that's when you get the most like the strongest sort of hit of it, I guess.
1: Right. but, But but gloves. I don't know. But gloves. Is how they are picking these toes up, the and I don't
0: even know. I, I hesitate <laughs> to even really talk about this very, for, very much farther, To be brutally honest, because this is something that apparently people are doing too much of, and <laughs> should not be doing. So,
1: <laughs> that's a so weird. That's a weird. What? That's some weird stuff right there. Boy,
0: <laughs> this is weird. We are here to talk about weird news. So I think we all knew what we were getting, what we were signing up for with this particular piece of YouTube content. But anyway. Uh I think we got yeah. a comment didn't go out. So so uh anyone in or passing through Arizona, if you come across this usual suspect right here, do not lick the Sonoran Desert uh yeah, the Sonoran Desert Toad. Do not touch, do not lick, stay far away. There you go. And that is the uh, that's a public service announcement. <laughs> I guess, on this particular subject matter. Anyway, so yeah, we're coming up to the halfway point here with our with our topic list tonight. Thanks so much for watching Weird News right here on Weekend Showcase, streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. And thank you for smashing that like button, and notification bell. And uh, remember, the live chat feed is running all the time. Feel free to send us a comment, and we'll be happy to include it in the conversation. But you have to already be a subscriber for the last five minutes. We're trying to cut down on spam and bots in the chat feed. So um, make sure you subscribe before you try to send us a chat. Uh, and that's all that we have for the NPR topic. Let's go ahead and move on to the next thing, which comes to us from Anthropocene. Anthropocene? Anthropocene magazine, or uh, website, I guess. Yeah, magazine. Um, Let's see. Get this out of here. There we go. All right. Hey, it's a beaver. Damn. Get it? D A M. Anyway, uh, anyway. Uh, in recent years, the beaver has enjoyed a reversal in its reputation. Once the bucktooth rodent was viewed as a fashion accessory or a pest, they were wiped out in much of North America as their pelts were turned into top hats worn by 19th century gentlemen. Wow. Seriously? Beaver pelts? A beaver? Uh, yeah. Ranchers and farmers curse the surviving beavers for their tireless penchant for damming creeks and flooding low-lying areas. Today, however, beavers are increasingly hailed as ecological saviors, engineering ecosystems in ways to create more bird habitat, counter wildlife damage, and build green oases in a drying world, among other things. Now, scientists are adding another beaver benefit. Their presence can help counter stream pollution worsened by climate change. Oh, right, because of the dams that they build. Uh, Scott Fendorf, a professor of earth system science at Stanford, says, quote, as we're getting drier and warmer in the mountain watersheds in the American West, that should lead to water quality degradation. Yet unbeknownst to us prior to the study, the outsized influence of beaver activity on water quality is a positive counter to climate change, end quote. All right. So basically. Polluted water gets naturally filtered by beavers making dams in streams and lakes, basically, so. I guess that's the takeaway from this. Cowboy, Tripoli e, in the YouTube comment, I got that toad for sale.
1: <laughs>
0: no, no, cowboy. No, please don't do that. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we're, out, we're not on the toad thing anymore. I know there's a little bit of a delay with some people, I guess, uh, with, the, with the live chat. But anyway, uh, back to this beaver topic. Um, interesting that uh, apparently this is yet another benefit of nature, I guess, if left undisturbed. And, uh, and, and sort of tampered with by human interference to actually help curb a lot of the damage of climate change and all the ways, and some of the ways in which, um, you know, human presence has sort of exacerbated that process, whatever you, like, whatever research you wind up coming across about how much humans have been interfering in things, how much humans have caused and all that sort of thing. Um, it's good that nature's um, still rather effective at helping to sort of like fill its role to curb the damage. Kaiko Ash, your thoughts.
1: Own me a, own me a beaver hat.
2: Um, Why? <laughs> yeah, the beaver, the bea- you got to leave them alone now because they're important again, or they've always been important. We just finding out how important they are. So stop making hats out of them.
1: Listen, we were giving animals for resource. So, but I, but, but at the same, at the, on the same token, I don't think you should go out and kill an animal just for clothes you see what i'm saying if you won't mm-hmm. go kill a beaver for the hat then you need to eat the beaver too and use his bones for tools but that's not what they did they just killed the beavers and, and they made
0: them into a hat
1: and threw away the rest of them you see what i'm saying that's not what you're supposed to do
0: yeah that seems uh that seems profoundly wasteful and destructive um, right. not necessarily in that order at that but um anyway would you, let me go ahead and attack this from another direction. Would either of you have a beaver as a pet, hypothetically? Yeah. I know that takes the beaver out of its natural habitat, which is which is destructive to the environment, I know. We're not actually going that far with the thought process. I want to make sure right. that's clear before we get yeah. comments on that. No, um, I would, just I, as I would a keep thought, any animal.
1: animal. I'll keep you, any animal
0: as a pet. But if... Any but animal... Any animal. I, I would
2: do it if I can leave them. If I can have them in their environment, for like for example, let's say you have a goat. That goat should be able to just roam around and do what it, what it wants to do in in the open. Right. It's still a pet. You're not. It's not inside the house.
1: You know. It's, it's contained. But but let's all right. Let's go away from domestic
2: domestic animals though, because a goat right
1: is typically found in some sort of structure. You know. You don't really. Where, where do you find? Where do you see wild goats? Where do you see wild horses? I looked uh, up where you uh, find layers, wild horses.
0: I don't know where you get goats from in the wild. No, you find all
1: these animals. You find cows in the wild. You find cows and horses and goats in open fields in like far out open fields. That's where they're. That's where they are in the wild. So I'm saying you. <clears throat> you don't usually see them. You know, you don't usually go travel to these fields. So you only you'll only see these animals in some structure. So now let's go to a let's go to a crocodile. You can't, you, that's not a domestic animal. So would I keep yeah, a crocodile but as a pet, ago,
0: But you just said a minute ago, you would take any animal as a pet. That's what you I'm saying. So
1: I would keep a crocodile. Yeah, if I if I, if I I knew that it was friendly and I could tame it, yeah, i keep the crocodile. I'm not sure. You scared. don't know that. You don't, don't know but, that. We right. Know no, animal tamed. no animal is tame. No animal is tame. So, so, you know, I mean, every animal has, has a wild animal instinct. So you're right. You don't know. But, you know. I've I'm seen a baby play screening. with a snake. Huh? I'm sorry, say again? No, I'm saying I've seen a little baby play with a snake, a python. The snake was just playing with the baby. You see what I'm saying? You know, it but but it was a snake. I don't trust snakes. So, you know, that made me say, "Well, it, you can keep any animal." Yeah. It it just it just it's just it's rare to find an animal Not- that.
0: I wouldn't say any. There's some like you know protected species and stuff like that that you can't. Well,
1: I mean, you know, listen. If I found an endangered species, I would take. Don't finish that sentence. I
0: don't. I already sense what you're going to say next. We're trying not to get in trouble. (laughs) Don't don't go there. Don't go there. Good grief. All right. (laughs) See, because I should. Never mind. Never mind. Let's move on. Let's move on. I (laughs) keep a beaver. I would
1: keep a beaver. That's that's my end statement on this on this article. I would keep a beaver.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> hopefully uh, Hopefully, not an endangered one, I guess. Right. I, don't know. I, I don't know what else to sort of like take away from this particular uh, – from that particular statement. But anyway, let's let's move on. Let's move on. We have six more topics to get through, and we're a little bit more than halfway through the hour. Let's go ahead and move on to the next topic, which is also from Anthropocene magazine. Anthropocene? I'm still not sure exactly how to pronounce that word, but whatever. Um, So orchestrating chatter between appliances could save a surprising amount of energy. The subheader says researchers developed a clever algorithm to coordinate whole neighborhoods of air conditioners, water heaters, and heat pumps, all without comprising individual use. I don't understand what this headline is referring to in terms of orchestrating. Right. Um, That seems a bit off to me. Uh, But this was published about five days ago from uh, Anthropocene, I guess. Let's see friction. The way, uh, Here we are. St- uh, an algorithm that enables neighborhood air conditioners to coordinate and stagger their operation could shrink peak power demand on hot days by more than one quarter, a new analysis reveals. Study team member Kevin Kircher, Kircher, a mechanical engineer at Purdue, said, quote, the way they operate today, machines like air conditioners, water heaters, and heat pumps collectively cause spikes in electricity demand that can stress power lines, transformers, and other electrical infrastructure. A little communication and slightly modified control logic can significantly reduce those demand spikes, end quote. What's more, the new method saves energy without any inconvenience to users. That's different from past methods to reduce demand spikes, which usually involve top-down methods, such as utilities turning off air conditioners or raising their temperature set points, leaving users to swelter. Okay, this topic is actually reading like an uh, an, an advocating sort of um, article, for what's called IOT, the Internet of Things. Uh, Kaiko Ash, I don't know if y'all are familiar with this.
2: Not familiar. Really.
0: So IOT, the Internet of Things, basically refers to having devices around the home that mm-hmm. are independently able to connect to the Internet and receive information or instructions basically from like either the manufacturer or the user or other devices in the home. Like uh, your if you have an Alexa or something like that, you know, kind of smart device like that. That's an example of IoT. Um, some manufacturers make internet-connected refrigerators or washing machines and stuff right. like that. Right. Those are IoT devices. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so I guess the question is, um, Ash and Keiko, would you have? I do you have, or would you have in the future, IoT-based? Home appliances and stuff like that. You know, to what degree would you allow IoT in your home?
2: I mean, I, I think I think I think it's a it's a good invention. Except, you know, I, I don't know if I want machines to start communicating on their own, and and uh, I don't know what they're plotting. So, you know, I think it could be it could be a good thing, and then it could turn out to be a bad thing.
0: It could be Skynet and, really easily, yeah. yeah and, and I'm
1: with him, and I know that's how it goes. But this also takes me to to the point of saying. That we, this is the future. What I expect to see
0: IoT already exists as a no, no, no. I'm
1: just saying I expect for stuff to just be, you know, pro, you know, progressing. You know, the, the energy awesome. being saved and the tech and, the, and IoT being the same. because you know not everybody has uh, IOT appliances, but what I'm saying is you know, give it I want to give it another ten years and that and and there's not gonna be any new house that doesn't have IoT. You see what I'm saying? And then then that
0: almost so so then that almost begs the question of like in the interest of what you're saying, like uh making progress, what comes after IoT? Like when we're in a world hypothetically where you know not just your phone or your computer, but your toaster oven
1: Mm -hmm. can directly
0: connect to the internet. You know, uh I mean yeah, there are arguments to be made about, you know, how this is a positive thing. Like if you leave the house, uh, if you leave the house and forget to turn your oven off, you want to be able to have an app on your phone to make sure I that your house is not burned by exactly. the time you get home.
1: Right, right.
0: But um, yeah. yeah, Ms. D says too much AI control. Yeah, this yeah. is plus one in e, uh, Ash's point. It, that's, way, that's way too much. It's
1: too much. It is. I'm saying, and we can all agree with that, but it's not going to stop, and we can't stop it.
2: You know what uh, I'm saying? The the only way I say is don't sign up if you're worried about that kind of stuff. Yeah. I would I wouldn't want it. I would
0: not want it. Yeah, I agree. I wouldn't want that in my home either. Like I, I, I'll I might use like a like one of those little like um Google nest or like Amazon sort of like devices, basically, but like you're not gonna make me put the internet into my refrigerator or my washer or like toaster right. or stuff like that. I don't understand that at all. Like there's no I don't, I don't, I, I feel mean, I, feel why you I, don't, I don't trust it. At all. Go ahead, Kai. Right. Yeah,
1: no, I'm saying I feel why you wouldn't. I feel like why well, you wouldn't want to have it. I, 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 I do. I, mean, I want to have a smart house.
2: I mean, but mm. you know, it's listen. What about all the bad hackers that's out there? Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah, that's 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 true. So you know, once someone can
2: hack into your, your system, right? And freeze you or, or or burn you up or something, would he? I wouldn't want that at all.
0: I'm glad you said that, Ash. This is a comment from Desert Kingdom on YouTube. Imagine if your kitchen appliances decided not to let you eat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Basically, exactly. Like, imagine if like there's a locking mechanism on the door of your refrigerator, and it just and Skynet decided today's the day you're yeah. not doing anything, right?
1: Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, it's, or, it's
2: possible. Or lock you in the house and you can't get out. It's so possible. That's, I mean, that's
0: another thing. I'm glad you brought that up, Ash. This whole thing about smart locks, I never understood that. I never understood the appeal of that. Why would you have accessibility to your home determined by something that comes into direct contact with the internet? Are you out of your mind? Mm-hmm. Like seriously, like I don't I don't understand that. Yeah. I just crazy below. I don't, Yeah. Just,
1: Listen, we're old fashioned. We like lock and key and that's just how it is, you
0: know what I'm saying? Like, it's important to understand like it's like there are sound and logical and important benefits to advancing AI. I get that. I, yeah, you know right. all respect and props to that. Like it's just there's a point though where convenience <sighs> Okay, so my undergraduate training was in cybersecurity, and one of the big sort of takeaways is was there the uniquely there's an inversely proportionate relationship between security and ease of use, meaning the more secure something is, the harder it is to use,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and where, whereas the easier it is to use, the less secure it is. Mm-hmm. Same thing said about password strength, you know, things like that. If the easier it is for you to remember, the easier it is for somebody else to guess or for a computer right. to brute force into your account or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, right. Like these are things that have to be sort of factored into, you know. Kaiko, do you have, how loud is your speaker set up, by the way? Because I'm hearing echo on your end, by the way.
1: Yeah, echo here. How about now?
0: Is it mic check testing, testing?
1: Testing? No. A little, bit,
0: little bit lower, a little bit lower, if at all possible.
1: All right.
0: Check, check, one, two. <laughs> Okay, that works. That works. That looks better. Do you right. still hear me? Yeah. Okay, good. Sorry about that, everybody. Um, but back, <laughs> to <this thing. laughs> back to this thing. Back to this. Yeah, it's it's just I don't I don't buy the smart lock thing. You know, it, it's you know the, the the benefits don't outweigh not so much the cost but the risk. Just based on what we understand about the risk
2: before right.
0: a cost has been incurred. You know, it's. I don't know. I don't know. What about you at home? What do you think? How would you feel about this technology? Drop us a comment in the in the chat feed or in the comments feed on uh, here on YouTube or Facebook and Twitch and Twitter, and let us know what you think. Um, let's go ahead and move on. We've got about fifteen minutes left before the top of the hour. Five topics left to go. Let's move on. Another topic from NDTV. This is a video. It looks like Snake's dramatic fake death leaves internet in splits. Called a drama queen. <laughs> A defensive technique wielded by a hognose snake will leave you in splits. Well, this ought to be uh interesting. All right, let's uh see. Will this video load up? Yes, it will. Uh, no sound to it, it would seem. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, you ain't never seen I've a snake heard, do that. Listen, have you ever heard the thing play that? Hey, you played that? Yeah, man, play that. That's sure. Say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Play
1: that. That's nice, man. I ain't never seen wow. that before. <laughs> that's a good pet, right?
2: There.
1: And see, so that's why. And so that brings me back to to the little girl with the snake. You see, you can you can keep you can you you can snakes. They 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 love you. You know they they do stuff like that, but they're rare.
0: This is like one of those things where, like, I can I can imagine somebody on the internet needs to put like Red Fox's voice over this snake, where he goes like, "I'm coming home, Elizabeth. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's exactly what this is. If this snake had had biologically like evolved arms, that's exactly what it would be doing right here in this moment. Right. Wow." Like that's really what the like you, can you see like right at the end the t- the tongue sort of like darts out one last time before like finishing the illusion I guess if you want to call it that one touch from a human finger and it's just yeah I'm out Seacrest <laughs> out I'm not, I'm not <laughs> out. seriously wow oh, yeah. that's crazy brain spaz, falling on one. the floor laughing sorry go ahead Ash I
2: said that's a smart snake you know.
0: But it's a snake (laughs) this thing is evolved to be able to like unhinge its temporal mandibular joint and, and inhale a mouse hole. Like why, like what, what kind of like, this is, this is pointless is what I'm saying. Like, this is a pointless gesture. You can, you're perfectly capable of defending yourself, you know, or attacking preemptively, you know, how was this snake sort of trained question mark? You know, yeah, you know, it's 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 the
1: nature. they, they no, he trained it to do it. They trained them to do that. Yeah, they
0: they I mean
1: listen, so, it's a possibility that it could have been nature. You know, the snake just does that.
0: Here it is. According to Discover magazine, uh let's see, the okay, apparent death or thanatosis, as biologists refer to it, is a defense strategy used by a variety of species. Most of the times it works in their favor because predators tend to prefer live prey. Interestingly, hognose snakes, like the one we just saw, are considered some of the best pets for reptile enthusiasts. It's mainly because most varieties of hognose snakes are considered harmless humans and are generally non-venomous. Sure, but their bite would hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's okay. It might not kill you, but it's like good grief. I, I mm, That's crazy. Talking of a similar experience of having a hognose snake as a pet, one user wrote, quote, they're funny to play with in person. My wife and kids got a big kick out of it the first time I showed them when the dogs were trying to get. They just continue to insist they're dead despite how many times you flip them back over, end quote. Another was confused as to how playing dead works. He quipped, quote, I still to this day don't understand how playing dead works against predation. Like if I'm trying to kill and eat you and you die in front of me, is that not just ensuring I skip straight to the eating bit, end quote. Right. That's a question better posed to a possum than a snake. But, um... I don't know, because that seems to be a species more famous for this. Kaiko, Ash, final thoughts?
2: No, I just, I just think it's just a natural instinct, you know, to, to play dead, and it does, it doesn't have the, it doesn't have the intelligence to think. Well, if I play dead, I could still be eaten. Yeah. It just wants to be avoided.
1: But on top of Not that, alone. I think snakes, some snakes still kind of have that intelligence that they, they, they can, they can be trained to do certain stuff like the little girl
0: well yeah. at least I'm pretty sure we're pretty sure that this is a, this is an, a natural sort of thing here I guess I yeah. think that actually occurs in nature with more than just possums brain spas did they say generally non poisonous no thank you I mean <laughs> right non-venomous I guess I guess you can extrapolate that to mean non Poisonous, I guess. I wish we had a an animal expert either with us live or like in the, in the chat to basically to basically help draw the distinction if there is one to be made between venomous and poisonous. Those sound nah, like different. It's, it's the same. Being poisonous and venomous is the same. Yeah. What are you basing that on? It, it, <laughs>
1: I mean, Pop says the the, 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 the the same. The similarity is that it'll keep both of them. Are gonna kill you?
0: Well. <laughs> but that depends on the type of venom like you know so like going back to the frog that we were talking about earlier some naturally right. secreted animal toxins have like different effects they well
1: okay have- so the difference is being poisonous means that whatever you excrete is toxic and being venomous means that you excrete venom
2: specifically
0: the implication being venom is like different from different venom, venom is not venom is
1: Venom is 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 a is an object of poison. You see what I'm saying? Like it's a, a, it is a poisonous object. If you want to do something really quick, let me do something. Hang on. Right.
0: Venom versus poison. Let me see what Google says on this. According to biologists. Uh, the term venomous is applied to organisms that bite or sting to inject their toxins, whereas the term poisonous applies to organisms that unload toxins when you eat them. This means that very few snakes are truly poisonous. The vast majority of snake toxins are transferred by bite. Okay, so that's where, this, that's where the distinction is. Uh, venomous, venomous versus poisonous, the distinction basically boils down to the delivery mechanism. Venomous applies to things that bite. Poisonous applies to things that you consume.
1: But their toxins is venom, where as you can't call the toxin poison. It's not poison. It's it's a type of venom. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well,
0: mm, I mean, there's probably more research that can be done, but like the meter is kind of running. We have eight minutes left, in the, before the top of the hour. Um, if you want to read more on this. Um, feel free to do your own Googling on this topic. And, uh, we have the link to the original topic and, um, for this and all, all our other topics that we're discussing tonight listed in the description on the YouTube channel, upload at the YouTube version of this show, as well as on the Facebook version of this show. So, um, feel free to do some Googling on your site. If you want to learn more about this or any of the other topics we've been discussing tonight, brain spaz says, okay. Okay. Non-venomous still. No, thank you. It wouldn't be a pet of mine. Agreed. 100% agree with you there, Brain Spaz. <laughs> um, so. so let's move on. Next topic comes to us from, again, from NDTV. Let's see, Dubai man looking for a job, hands over resume to people with chocolate bar. What? Um, I, guess this is a, I guess this is a bonus sort of, I guess, incentive to help this person get work, I guess. Never seen this done before. Um, it's unique, I suppose. After failing to find a job on an employment website, a man from Dubai decided to hand out his CV with a chocolate bar to people at traffic signals. A note stapled to the resume read, quote, I will be grateful to you if you help me to get a job. I wish you a beautiful day full of love and happiness, end quote. The note also mentioned his name and contact details. So, okay. So,
1: so if you don't have a job, how he you buying all these chocolate bars?
0: Um good question i <laughs> <laughs> i love uh, to give out for free a, a relative you know to afford it. i don't know
1: hmm? no i'm saying to give out for free and he giving them away for free so
0: <laughs> yeah i don't i don't i don't have an answer for that listen uh, i wouldn't anything? take it
1: i wouldn't take it because that's all his halloween candy from years ago <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, we're only a couple of weeks away, from, like, removed from the Halloween that we just had this year. So it doesn't, right. it doesn't have to be that old. It could just be stuff that just wasn't given away to kids. Let me go ahead and use this if they even – you have Halloween in Dubai, don't forget. This is not a – And then
1: – oh, oh, they don't have – you don't think they have Halloween in Dubai?
0: I don't know. Do we have any audience from Dubai? Drop us a comment. I'm happy Please to let us know. know. Hey, hey, know.
2: Let, let me respond to this one with a, with a dad joke. He's trying to find your sweet spot. He you know he's he's appealing to your sweet spot so you can help him out. See, go <laughs> <laughs> it's a dad joke. Right. That was a dad joke.
0: It it, it absolutely was. Um, <laughs> and it's helped by the fact that an, a literal dad let's there give you a go. dad joke right there. there you go. Um let, let me do one thing here. Do uh let me see. Is Halloween. I don't know how else to write. How do else to write this? Is Halloween a thing in <laughs> Dubai? Maybe it's an
2: everyday
0: thing. I don't know. I don't know. Um, wow, carrot. they
2: celebrate
1: it on days.
0: There you go. You I guess if that's even with the same sort of connotation that it has, like in America, meaning like you know. Halloween parties, you know, costume parties, that sort of thing, giving away candy. Um I don't know. Let me see here. As with most holidays in Dubai, Halloween is an occasion the city takes seriously. Really? There'll be more Halloween deals in Dubai than you can shake a witch's broomstick at, so get ready to have your ultimate scary night out. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Ms. D says, credit for originality, but yeah, he's unemployed. How's he paying for the candy? Yeah, All right. Um... I mean, apparently, uh, apparently, this is that common enough in that local cult- in that local uh, community, in that local culture that maybe you just like borrowed some from like neighbors, I guess, or other supportive people, I guess. Clearly, Halloween is a thing there, so there you go. I guess that may be a question that answers itself for the most part, depending on what part of Dubai and like where where this person sort of is in that community, yeah. I guess, um, in that uh, part of the world. I don't have a better answer than that, unfortunately for this topic, but uh, I guess feel free to do your own research if you're curious enough about this to learn more. But uh, we do have to move on because we're coming up to the top of the hour here. We have uh, two, three more topics left here. Next item is from Ripley's. Werner Hartle. I think that's how that's pronounced, that name Werner, W-E-R-N-E-R. Werner Hartle creates beautiful paintings out of cow poop.
1: Wow, so why? Why did you choose that, that as your medium? That's, that's just,
2: <laughs>
0: what stop, uh, stop. Okay. Stop. So where's my, where's my Bob Ross impression? Happy clouds. <laughs> We're doing happy, clouds. happy clouds.
1: No, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't support that.
2: This <laughs>
1: <laughs> Like, I don't, I don't think that's cool that he's doing that. I don't know why he thought that that was, that was like, that's, no one's done it before, sure. No one's For done reason. it before. <laughs> it's original. Sure. Why? No. no my, nah. He could have used something else. Like, I mean he could there's so much other things that you can use other than paint. I just
0: <laughs> wow. Wow. You can it, see it, like it, the details it, in the the canvas. Oh my goodness.
1: He better have made a cow out of, out of out of it. He better have drawn a cow is
0: all I'm saying. <laughs> wow. Um wow. <laughs> After collecting and bringing home a collect a container of liquid cow dung, he experimented on it using um Werner Hartle. Experimented with using it on various surfaces including watercolor paper, canvases, metal, wood, and plastic. Soon he started crafting incredible artwork portraying some of Germany's most beautiful pastoral and arg- agricultural landscapes. Uh and then uh, the first question asked is does do your painting smell like cow manure? Uh, Werner says when it is wet, the paint is a bit funky. Paint being used in quotations, haha. But when it's completely dry, it doesn't smell anymore. He says. Okay, and then it goes into more detail, which I'm not going to read out in here about how he fetches the cow's droppings. But anyway, that's that's a bit too much for people who may be eating dinner right now. <laughs> but um, yeah, stinky art indeed, Brains Right. Bad you know what I
1: would say to him. I'd say your art is crap.
0: Ha! <laughs> Where's our control? Can we get a rim shot for that? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> rim shot. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on to the next item on the docket, which is from Lad Bible. Whole five foot alligator found inside Burmese python. We should have done this right after the, either right after or right before the snake that was playing possum. But anyway. Yep. Whole alligator, whole alligator found inside a snake. Wow. Um, wow. Wow. Yeah! <laughs> a Burmese python found in Florida was killed. And when the animal was opened up, people were st- stunned to find an entire alligator inside the massive snake. Um, there's a video attached to this. And it says here that the video features a huge snake being sliced open with another creature being pulled out of it. Yeah, we're not playing that here. But uh, just take our <laughs> word for it. It's, uh, it, it's, it's, graphic, and it's I'm not extra. A it's like you can it. sort of tell from the bottom of the screen what you see here. They have some of the some of the pictures here uh blurred out, I guess, for you know visually sensitive material, but you can kind of just infer enough, I guess, from what you're seeing here in these pictures. Kaiko, Ash, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it, listen, you know
2: what would be weird to me? If I find an alligator with a whole python inside of the alligator,
0: That'd fun. Yeah. That'd that would be Yeah. That would be Uh, yeah, that's, that's just, this is, this is one of those things that y- you don't expect to come across in real life. Right. You, this is one of right. those things, that it's, it's one of those like National Geographic facts that you read about as something that like maybe some sort of like zoologist or a scientist or whatever has sort of like done some sort of testing or figuring out about the animal's physiology and they sort of do an educated guess about what the species is capable of. But you never expect to encounter something like this happening in real life. You never expect something like this to pop up in somebody's newsfeed in real life. And then next thing you know, one day out of the blue, you come across something like this where you go, holy crap, that uh that 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 National Geographic piece I read about when I was twelve, that actually could happen. And apparently it did. Let me go ahead and uh throw up now, because I didn't need <laughs> to know about that. Uh that is that's extra. This whole thing is extra, I guess is the only real takeaway from that, unless uh Kai. I gotta also,
1: I gotta pull it up. I gotta pull it up so I can watch the video
0: when we get done. Uh okay. <laughs> you I need have to, I fun
1: need I need to see that. I need to see that.
0: Okay. Um have fun with that. Meanwhile, <laughs> those of you those of you with uh other topics that uh you might like to see us discuss or react to, please feel free to drop us a line via the con- the contact us form. On our Linktree page, which is scrolling at the bottom of the screen, as always, linktr.ee slash weekend showcase. You know, either if you have weird news headlines from the last week or movie trailers or game trailers and stuff like that, that might be fun to talk to, uh, talk about, talk to, might be fun to talk about on our Friday show. Uh, Just remember, please, nothing religious or political. Please keep your suggestions Um, recent, within the last 7 to 10 days, and uh, the trailer is under 5 minutes long. please. And that's basically it. Oh, yeah, and don't forget to like and subscribe and follow. (laughs) And let's move on. We have one last topic before the end of the show here, which brings us back to NDTV one last time. Extraordinary, and this is in quotations, extraordinary video shows dolphins slamming into massive school of salmon here we are. What? The clip was catch, captured on Thursday off Tura Beach in Australia by professional fisherman and tour guide Jason Moise, who is also known as Trapman Bermagui, Bermagie, Bermagui. Not sure how to pronounce that. Um, but anyway, this was first published. Uh, I can't tell where it's first published, but it was last updated uh, earlier today. It looks like IST. I don't know what that time zone is. IST. What is that? International Standard Time. I don't know what that is in relation <laughs> to East Coast time. Uh, but anyway, uh, so let's see. Watching dolphins in a clear blue ocean is a pleasant sight. There are several videos and images on the internet, blah, blah, blah. Okay, this clip was kept... Ca- oh, well, all right, let me just say this. One such video showing two dolphins slamming into a massive school of salmon and causing chaos has surfaced on social media and left internet users stunned. The clip was captured on Thursday off Tura Beach in Australia by professional fisherman and tour guide Jason Moise. Uh, which showed the breathtaking... uh, He shared the clip on Facebook, which showed the breathtaking site. The video is a broken link. This page is... Microsoft Edge, no! Uh, Is there a regular... Okay, no, that's a different link. Uh, Come on. I guess it's not quite visible here. That's the only link to this? Shoot, we can't show it. Uh, Well, um, hmm... Maybe if we just straight up look this up in a different way. Uh, Trapman Burma. Let me just use a Google for this. I'm going to try and pull this up this way, and then we'll, we'll shut this thing down. Trap. Man. Burma. GUI. I think that's how that's spelled. Dolphin. Salmon. And then we... Facebook video. Let's see. That's
1: it. I mean, it got three of the same thing, so
0: that's it. There's three of these. We don't know which one of them there are here. Uh, This is this this one down here in the middle is the most recent one. Dolphins didn't know. Let's try this one. Let's try this one first, I guess. Okay, this is drone footage, it looks like. The context is, finally the dolphins found one of the salmon schools. One decided to attack upside down. I can't really tell. This is a little bit blurry here. I'm looking at, uh, okay, there's there's a couple dolphins, I guess it looks like, on the right side of the screen. Here's another one in the center. Um, okay, I guess it looks like this big shadowy thing, it looks like might be the school that it was talking about, the school of Christmas. Yeah. You can sort of see how the dolphin in the center was sort of cutting through it. Wow. Um, let's see. Okay, I what just is- a little bit. If you look really closely, you can see the shadow. You can see the shadow getting sort of cut through by these dolphins here.
1: That is pretty cool. Yeah, we had to see it, though. We really did have to see this.
0: Interesting. And you can to see really how it – oh, Go ahead. The, the
1: article wasn't selling it to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Um, and this, if this is even the right, um, if this is, if this is even the right video necessarily. That's it. Yeah,
1: that's it. I'm it.
0: But anyway, um, all right, cool. So that's, that's that video, I guess. Um, from Trapping says
1: angry dolphins. They're not angry. They just trying to play.
0: <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, it was a different post. Very lucky today to be filming a monster school of sandwiches. just as dolphins arrive and totally smash into them. Let me see. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. i just go that one. Oh, maybe this is it. Here it is. Let me see here. I'm getting like different international versions of, uh, of Facebook here. This, I guess, is the Denmark version dolphin attack on the salmon schools all right let's just use this because i can't i can't dig through this guy's page you know because we got to shut this thing down but let's see this is another dolphin attack on the salmon schools
1: this one's a little harder to see but i guess that darker image is a school
0: yeah 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 Yeah, you. Can, if you look really closely, you can see like the 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 wavy patterns in the center of the screen. You can see like where all the individual fish, there's a lot of fish there. It's crazy. What the
1: dolphins just came up. You can you see yeah, that? Right, there it is. Yeah. Now you can
0: see like it's sort of like slamming up against. You can see like where the dolphins sort of like movement pattern is running up against where the fish are. You know, so the dolphins
1: have- are very intelligent animals, so they
0: they they they
1: they're doing something with each other. You know.
0: Yeah, uh, let me go ahead and mute this because that's uh, yeah. that will get us sort of blocked on YouTube. Here we are. Um, all right, so yeah, these are salmon getting attacked by a dolphin basically. Yep. Ha ha ha. Yep, here it is. You can see it right there. Yeah, there it is. You can yep. see like right about here, basically. Yeah, this little indentation, and then these uh, big splashes, those are the dolphins themselves. So mm-hmm. there you go. All right, that's a little bit of a an alternative sort of perspective on what happens in that kind of situation all right cool so let's go ahead and shut this thing down um i think that's basically the last one that we have on the docket here yes it is all right cool so i guess uh let's go ahead and wind this thing down kaiko what were your favorite uh what was your favorite topic for the night
1: i think the one about the the vr uh helmet
0: the virtual reality headset
2: yeah
1: because I'm just trying to understand how this exists or how, how something like this could even possibly exist. I don't
0: know. It, it's,
1: it's, it's, it's more impactful than, than a world record to me because, I mean, nobody is saying that this is a lie. Nobody's giving me any vibe that this is a lie. So I'm trying to figure out how come this even was created. Like it's just baffling to me, very baffling. Fair enough. You know.
0: Um. Yeah, it's honestly baffling to me too. Quite frankly, it's it's I don't. Eh. But um. Anyway, I will say, let's see. I think my favorite one I'm gonna use is the snake one. The 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 snake pretending uh, to yeah. pretending to die. If I can get this thing up here, this thing. Oh shoot! Mm-hmm. Wait, we had a video. This yeah, here it is. Here's the video. I just want to play this. I just want to play this one more time. Yeah. <laughs> that's priceless. No. That's just priceless. That's absolutely <laughs> priceless. That's my favorite topic for the week, right there. <laughs> Honestly, uh, Ash, what was your favorite one for the week?
2: Yeah, I agree, Kyper. I think it's the uh, the VR helmet. I I, I want to research that some more and see what that's all about. It just okay. seems uh, weird, interesting.
0: Well, if there is anyone else, um. You know, watching who is similarly interested in that or any of the other topics for the night, uh, you can check out the description on our YouTube and Facebook versions of this episode. We have all of our sources listed there if you want to do research uh, further on that or any of the other topics. um, Feel free to look into that further uh, in terms of getting more answers on that. So uh, that is a wrap for this week's headlines. What was your favorite uh, headline, those of you at home watching along? um on our live feeds drop a comment down below to continue the convo please visit us at weekend showcase on all major social media platforms or link tree slash weekend showcase to continue uh to like in the description to see it all in one place and we will see you once again right here this coming friday at 8 30 p.m eastern 5 30 pacific for another new trailer reaction show we hope to see you then but um actually before we go we do have one last piece of unfinished business do we know what it is? I know what it
1: is. What is run, it? Run run it, run it up. Run what up? Run it up. Run that joke up, boy.
0: There it is, the dad jokes. <laughs> I wanted to hear you like say something in connection with that, basically. <laughs> and also to help cover the fact that I mismanaged my um ending speech. I forgot to bring up the <laughs> the uh, the 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 dad jokes reference. All right, so let's see. Uh, trying to figure out a good thing here. All right, here we are. Well, I'm not sure if this is a good one necessarily, but it's it's worth a shot. mm, All right, here we are. If you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling depressed, try drinking a gallon of water before you go to sleep. It'll give you a reason to get out of bed in the morning.
2: That's
0: a joke? Yeah, actually, come to think of it, that's not really a joke. That's just (laughs) That's like, you have to use the bathroom. (laughs) Wow. We had a toilet flush ready for that. Good call, Control. Okay. All right, all right. All right. How about this? How about this? Here's a good one. My doctor told me I was going deaf. The news was hard for me to hear. Say it again. (laughs) My doctor told me I was going deaf. D-E-A-F, deaf, yeah. the news was hard for me to hear. I get it. Little <laughs> so clap. So clap from the control room there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's the butterfly net. There's the butterfly net. All right, all right. There's your, there's your cheesy, unnecessary dad joke of the day. <laughs> uh, anyway, so like I was saying, um, that's the end of our weird news stream right here on weekend showcase live on youtube facebook twitch and twitter thanks so much for watching along with us um we like i was saying we'll see you once again right here friday at 8:30 30 p.m eastern 5 30 pacific for another new trailer reaction show hopefully we'll see you then too for now i'm don with me tonight was young Keiko, aka mr peter parker
2: and ash stay cool and turn tune in next friday
0: awesome awesome thanks you both and uh For now, be safe, and I hope you had a great weekend. Showcase you later. Good night.